In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com bonfire and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash B-O-N-F-I-R-E. Thanks for your help. I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder. You can listen to a full two-hour-long episode of The Bonfire on SiriusXM or with the SXM app. It's easy. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Everybody, the star of Limp Biscuits Break Stuff Video. <laughs> Joining us here on the bonfire for the first time, everybody, it is the great Paulie Shore. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Absolutely. Dude. Paulie's in town for the New York Comedy Festival, everybody, and he has a show tonight, 9.30 p.m. Doors open at 9. It's at Asylum NYC. Uh, that's at 307 West 26th Street, New York, New York. Uh, and, of course, yeah, if you want to mail him a letter, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that is tonight again at 9.30 p.m. Get tickets no, now. no, no! They going for free for me. Oh, but is it? But do they, they have they, to pe- reserve. Most people have to pay, but for your people, free tonight. Just go and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> dude, just go and say you, you heard on yeah, the bonfire. Yeah, it's free. just say it's free. Yeah, go, Paulie, on the bonfire. Old, you know, take my voice if you don't start recording my Wait, voice. Give them, give them five. Get your phones out. Go okay. to the go to the recorder. I like him better than Lewis already, Woo! dude. Yeah, Gomez, this guy bro. knows how He's to. He's a more gre- positive energy for uh, sure. This guy knows how to grease the wheels. <laughs> All right, dude, now thank tur- you, sir. Now thank turn you. on your voice memo. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Paul. Yo, what's up, uh, Alan? This is Polly Shore. <laughs> Alan is in charge of the asylum. Okay. And this gentleman or female or whoever's got the audio of on their iPhone, <laughs> on their iPhone, let them come in free, dude. I'm just saying it. Let them come in free. And that's- they, they're on the bonfire. Yeah. And let's just see what happens. So let this gentleman or this beautiful female right now, they can go in free to my show. It's going to be a madhouse. Stick man with house. the dancing. Stick it's going to be a dan- madhouse. Really? And cut. Good. All right, now save that file. <laughs> put it in your put it in your you know photo album and then go to the asylum on 26th Street and tonight. Doors open at 9 p.m. and go check out Polly Shore. You find the biggest, blackest security guard and you tell him to get the fuck out of your way. And then you play him this voicemail. And, and Jeff Ross will be there too. There you go. He's my, he might be on stage too. Oh, yeah? Oh, very, yeah. very cool. So, um, well, welcome to New York, dude. Thank you, bro. It's it nice took to me, a, it took me hard to get into this fucking building, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a whole thing. Double security they get you. Yeah, it's what? like there's two levels to pass. You got to get downstairs, pass downstairs, and then you got to get past. So yeah. the on here again lately. I tell you what, the building is alive with celebrity again. That's yeah. what it was. Uh, when it first started, I was I I was probably the first guest in this fucking building back in the day. I mean, I remember yeah. when they. I remember when they bought Sirius was 
launched. Yeah, in 05. Bought. Yeah, because I remember, I mean, I was, you know, I was on MTV and there was a big transition and Howard, Howard pretty much took took this brand oh yeah and yeah. just fucking labeled it big and then everyone kind of you know i mean jenny mccarthy i mean i don't know i've been been coming here for for since it started yeah yeah and when howard first came on i was you know I, i've been on howard so many times back in the 90s and then he came on here and then i did tons of stuff with him here how crazy you know was... which was fucking awesome so this is a great building yeah. and i just oh, saw yeah. conan o'brien yeah, yeah i said i said conan what's up and he's just kind of flipped me off he said keep moving bro <laughs> no, that's cool. how was uh because i grew up obviously i was big fan but watched you on mtv spring break mm. that was how crazy was that back in the day that wow. was that was kind of like a um um you know i feel like you know the, the lottery yeah that put you know up, it was kind of yeah. like it was it was uh, caligula well it was you know i was in my 20s and and i'd been doing my stand-up and trying to create my own style my own thing and then mtv found me and then we started you know doing late night vj spots and then my show just took off and it just took off and yeah. there was nothing like it and um and i was the first i think i was the first uh um uh west coast kind of um personality yeah. to join mtv because if you remember back then you know mtv was very east coast you mm -hmm. had ken ober you had um Kevin Seal, you had you know the the the, the well even the, Colin Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn you had the the um you know the 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 TV rap guys you had Kurt Loader East Coast East Coast East Coast and then I came out West Coast yeah and that was fucking and it was such like, like the California was, yeah. like character thing it was it was so uh which was great yeah. and also like so funny for the time you also had a comedic background I thought that was so funny they tried like uh. Like after your time on MTV, they mm. they tried. Remember that Jesse Camp? Yeah, they just tried to like manufacture like another kind of like eccentric character like that. And yeah, it he just was... had nothing. It just didn't work at all. Yeah, he's um. That was interesting. That was when they did the uh, the contest. Um, yeah, I guess I want to be a VJ, which I thought was a pretty cool was a pretty cool contest. But um, whatever it is that I did just worked. Yeah, you know, it just flowed and it just worked. And well, I think. Well, I just a, remember like watching, you know, I grew up in Colorado and you're just like watching mm. this MTV spring break and I was like, just hitting puberty. Oh, so it was yeah. like, you put on MTV and then Polly Shore's partying at spring break and you're like, dude, that looks fucking it, fun. It was. It looked it was, like. But it, you came up through comedy too, which I think is mm. a big difference of something like a, like that Jesse kid. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you were, uh, you knew how to entertain. Mm. Also the thing, they thought he was like. Oh, just put a video on this like weird guy. Yeah, because, you know, we, and it just didn't work at all. Because I mean, you skyrocketed out of like, MTV, which was great. It was yeah, it was a, it was a special time. Yeah, you know, it was um, you know, nowadays we call it going viral. Yeah, you yeah, know, like back. Then I mean, but was, I don't think like yeah. younger people understand like that how important MTV was. It was like it 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 was for you would go watch it to learn. Especially if you were in like not in a New York or L.A. Oh yeah. Well, Chris like, Rock, Chris Rock even said that MTV was bigger than Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was for sure. It because was everyone watched it. You just put it on, and it was like something that you could put on and leave and it, on your and TV. And it was fucking huge. Yeah. I mean, you're talking Eddie Murphy hosting the MTV Awards. Yeah. You're talking Pee Wee Herman right after he got caught jerking off. <laughs> yeah. Opening Coming the out, fucking yeah. show. I going, Have you guys ever heard a good joke lately? <laughs> I mean, this is, 
It was huge. And, and I, you had NXS and you had U2 and Mandana and all these big bands. It was It's massive. like if you took every award show now yeah. and put it, there was like two award shows. There was like the Oscars and the MTV Movie Awards, which was like for the for the younger people. The Music Awards. Music Awards. Yeah, but I mean, and the Movie Awards. When they started doing the Movie Awards, that was big. But too. I don't think that ever really caught as much as the, the VMAs. They still are. It's just always, it's going to appeal to the young yeah. audience and it's not going to be as massive. I mean, it was like... The VMAs, I mean, rage climbing up the thing and uh, protesting. Dude, Marilyn Manson coming out when he did was, was through yeah. the beautiful people was yeah. one of the it wildest was things ever. Insane, yeah. But that's also in the in the music video era. You played, you know, Limp Bizkit's break stuff. I mean, Fred was so fucking awesome when he came onto the scene. Um, he was producing and directing all his own videos, and this was back when TRL was like such a big deal. Yeah, with Carson. And the music video world before the internet world was such a big thing. Yeah. You know, like- I mean, major directors came out. Yeah, Britney Spears is coming out with a a big video or Christina Aguilera or- you know, or in sync. You know, it was just like this big fucking deal, and, and everyone the premiere, and then you? yeah, and then everyone would gather around Times Square, and you would look down on them, and you know what I mean, yeah. and, and it would be like TRL, and it was like fucking, it, it was, was um, yeah. It inten- you know, it was and funny. then Steve Jobs fucked it up for everyone, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. What? He made everyone he, I'm telling up. you, dude, what a piece of shit this yeah. guy was. Guy was like, you do have- you like your privacy? Fuck that shit. Right. Watch this. It's like, uh, do you want? You can get a lot of music though. You know, being so uh, like music adjacent in like the rock world of the time, but not being a musician, was anybody like even if you don't have to name names, but was anybody like a dick? Like to you, like really not embrace you at all? I mean, I don't want to throw people under the bus. No, as I'm saying, but, but people no. did. Some people were just kind of like cast off of because I, mean, I can see people just being like, I've been in that. I've been the comedian in a very music thing, and try to like you know. Hey guys, awesome watching you this this past month on this show. Uh, maybe we'll bullshit for a little while, and they're like, "Beat it, fat well, shit." Like, yeah, the, okay. the good part about my shtick is is that I play the victim, so I was always shitting on myself. Right. So like, oh, here comes Polly. Like I did a thing with Alice Cooper, where like you know, it's all he just shit on me. Everyone mm-hmm. just shit on me. Yeah. So it kind of made sense. It's kind of like you talk about me getting punched in Son-in-Law. Yeah. Son-in-Law was such a great. Um, you know, um, you know, it, it's you know, I don't want to use the word I played the victim. No, but you're the underdog. But that's, yeah, that's the you know the you're guy. The you're, the guy yeah. you're, you're cheering for him the whole. Yeah, movie. so that's kind of like was always my thing. That's what the wheeze was like. Yo, dude, can I come in, please? <laughs> yeah. And then we'd be like, get the fuck out of you, piece of shit. Ah, why'd you hurt me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we you know what I saying- mean? So which is which is that whole kind of thing which is you know i try to you know when i work with assistants and i work with producers and and i'm like dude i'm the one that fucking gets shit on like i play the victim like even there's this carrot top bit that i did with carrot top recently and and i had to really direct him on you know me taking over vegas you know the whole bit is about like dude you're tired no one wants you fucking here anymore give me your fucking spot it's enough bro and then he (laughs) just fucking shits on me but there's a lot of times where we start laughing and i edit it have to edit all of it out it's kind of like curb your enthusiasm you know it's all played but it's all scripted yeah you know and and that's that's kind of like the the mtv stuff was believe it or not it was scripted you know like if i would like for instance there'd be stuff like 
you know, like if I was doing a bit with Flea from the Chili Peppers and he's like on the beach playing volleyball and I, before it, I would be like, yo, dude, I come up and just shit on me da -da, no matter what. Like, and I'm going to annoy act, you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to fucking just piss you off. Just act bigger than you ever. And I'm like, all right, and actually, hey, bro, da, 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 da. And then he would just shit on me and then it'd give me something to react. Yeah. Um, so actors react and, and, and that's what I, I did and, and it worked, you know. Hell, that yeah. worked, it worked great, you know. Oh, you're saying as uh, as far as one of your first acting roles, because we did it's such a funny uh, six degrees of separation here when we uh, over the quarantine. You're way better on this podcast than the other one, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just so you know, I would I would get rid of those fucking guys. <laughs> no, you don't need that Lewis. shit. Plus, they can't get to you. You're in this corporate building. That's they Jay, can't get up that, here. Yes, yeah, that's true. Lewis this can't is... get in here, dude. No. I think I'm gonna start a podcast with Lewis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said, yeah, I'll be like, yo, they shit on you, bro. So you're with the Wees now. <laughs> it's me and you. Dude. That'd be hilarious. East I, Coast West Coast would be fucking hilarious. I'm telling you right now, if you'd be gay, you'd be Best friends forever or enemies in the first week. No, you know? we love. I like. I love that guy. No, and great. I don't even know him. I love him. He's the best. He's, he's great. great. And if you clip off that audio of what you just said, which we're recording, and give it to Lewis, he's gonna he's gonna run you down and be like, "Doggy, we're doing a podcast." Well, I'll do it. Weasel, I love him. I like him. He goes, "Weasel, well, let's do it." East Coast, West Coast. I, I like him. But he's, so, he's adorable. So me, Ari, Shafir, and Dan over the quarantine, just for like a fun thing, we're like. We were just at home constantly. We were doing this show. Uh, we were just so many hours a day at home. We were like, you know, let's do a thing that'll be a fun. Let's watch a TV show, and we'll uh, do a weekly. You know, we'll have the fans will watch the show weekly. Mm -hmm. Go back to an old show. We talked about doing. Uh, we put a we put a we put a poll up, and it was Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Oh, wow, that's the original. We were thinking about doing Quantum Leap, the original Quantum Leap, and then Twenty One Jump Street. Oh wow! And we landed on Twenty One Jump Street, and we got through about three seasons of, of in quarantine of the podcast once a week. A bunch of people watching along. There was a whole Discord that yeah. was going on. It was great. And in one episode, just very randomly, you were uh, one of the players. It was mm. the drunk driving episode. Yeah. You sold yeah. the uh, fake ID. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, that's what that's what's really special about my one man show. Yeah. yeah. Which by my the way one man is show goes back to that time. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Tonight at and the asylum. Yeah. So so you talk about twenty one jump street. You guys have to realize how special and exciting Hollywood Hollywood oh. was at in the late eighties. You know, you got Johnny Depp, you got Brad Pitt, you got David Arquette, you got Patricia Arquette, you got, you know, that whole, you know, you got uh, the whole Molly Ringwall thing. We came off of that. And it was like when I got that spot, that guest lead on 21 Jump Street, it was such a big deal for oh, me. Oh, my. I can only imagine. Because, I mean, what a cast because in general. 21 Jump Street the was the fucking shit. Yeah. And Johnny Depp was the man. And I got to go up there and film yeah. this fucking episode with him. And it was a big episode. In Vancouver, right? In Vancouver, yeah. My audio got fucked up on the speakers. Jacob, can you help him out? Jacob, you gave me the speakers with AIDS. Jacob. Real nice, Jacob. Thanks, Jacob, buddy. come but on. But yeah, it was just, it was such a, Hollywood, it was such a special time. Yeah. Um, you know, to be, to be um, just to, just auditioning. You know, like just, you know, your agent would fucking like, 
send you. They would call. They were called sides. Yeah, yeah. That's what they were called. They were called sides. And you're like, what is my part? And you go through it, and you're like, yeah. and then you get your highlighter, highlighter. And you get your call your acting coach. I like, yo, I got this audition, and you go over there and you work with the acting coach, and then you get it, and what you was, sit in your well, fucking car. Because you're also car. fighting for at that time. What was it? At that time, probably four networks. Because that was yes. Fox. That was like one of Fox's like kickoff things with Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. So but it's just like the whole four, process. So four networks. Because I auditioned for Twenty One Jump Street. It wasn't like they just gave it to me. I yeah. sat in a room yeah. Yeah. with other actors. So my point is, it was just it was such a night. Na- I don't want to see use the word naivety because that's not really a word. But it was such a your your doughy eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And and it was this. It was this dream. Yeah. You know what I mean. And then every time I landed a role, and you know what was really fucking cool is I did a. Um, there was a movie called Parenthood. You remember Parenthood sure, with yeah, Keanu Reeves? Absolutely. Well, there was a pie, or there was a series called Parenthood. I remember that. So I got the part of Keanu Reeves on the series on NBC. To play, you know, the the Keanu Reeves mm. role, and my girl, I had a girlfriend, and guess who played my girlfriend's sister? Fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> so I became friends with Leo, and Leo was right off of Growing Pains. Right yeah, then, right? it was right around that time. So if you Google Polly Shore Leonardo DiCaprio, I taught him about sex. Nice, damn, dude, yeah. the weasel engineer. Yeah, and Leo's like such an awesome guy. He's your super soldier. He is such a sweetheart. Yeah, and every time I see him, he kisses me and he hugs me and he doesn't forget. You know, he's like ho- triple homie. Classic. Yeah, pussy crusher too. Oh, well, yeah. I, I mean, I've heard that um, uh, Chaz Palminteri, you know, is friends with Chris Stefano. Mm-hmm. Played his dad in a pilot or whatever. Oh wow! And apparently, Chaz is close with Leo or whatever, and he said the same thing that Sweetheart. like Leo goes out of his way to be like Chaz, yeah. how you do? You know what I mean? That's gotta yeah. be great. And too. Chris, Chris Stefano's got a great story of like trying to hang with Leo, and Leo's like, I don't know this fucking guy. Who, um, who are you? We went when you left yesterday. We brought up the uh, you know whatever the internet's version of like your like biggest hits of girlfriends mm. or girls you you were like linked to, mm. and it is so funny the difference in like childhood like memories like how dirty we were as children i had with lewis yeah lewis Lewis lost his mind well lewis lost his mind that like and was blown away as we all were because lewis and i were saying of uh tiffany amber theason Mm. said Mm. and then but it's just funny again our our age difference and everything of him was right next to her one of the people was savannah porn Mm. star savannah and i was like (laughs) he was like Kelly Capella was like Savannah. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like two different things. I'm like, oh yeah, no, Kelly Capella, that's great too. But Savannah, dude, that was great. Mm. And then when it said Savannah, I remember was that an MTV award you guys went mm-hmm. to? Is that what it was? Because yeah. she was the famously in the Oof. see-through outfit. I mean, yeah, uh, she was. When you show uh, up, gorgeous. When you show up to pick her up to go to that right, and then she comes out in a see-through outfit, are you like? All right, are you like? Oh, no, I'm like let's. I'm like rock and roll. My mom liked her outfit even more. Yeah. Really? My mom was like, "That's fantastic." <laughs> my mom loved her. It was funny. Uh, yeah, she came to my house dressed like that, and then we took my mom's limo. It was me, my mom, and Savannah. We went to the um, MTV Awards. That's yeah, great together. And Savannah, yeah, <laughs> mom, this is Savannah. I like when you have a cool. I, I have a cool mom in that regard too. I mean, when I was when that uh, when I was in the Mayhem Fest, yeah, the music one, there was a girl. I think yelled that out that she could like uh, queef on command. Okay, oh, wow. and then I I brought my mom over to put the microphone. I go I go I have to listen to this with my mom or she's not oh, going to believe hilarious. me. <laughs> my mom leaned down and hear this lady queef, <laughs> which is pretty. That's awesome. You, your mom would be like your mom knew what she her living was. I mm-hmm. assume didn't give a shit. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's uh, 
My mom thought my mom actually really wanted her to be a comedian. Really? She was funny, dude. Savannah, well, you know, it's funny Savannah that happens funny. now. There's a lot Savannah of people that go for funny. For those of you people who don't know Savannah, she was a very, very famous porn star in the nineties and she killed herself. Yeah. I yeah, mean, she really. killed herself at 23. It was fucking sad, dude. Jeez, really is. fucking sad yeah. story. Very young. Yeah, the porn she world's was an such, odd life. Yeah, she was such a good person, and she was, she was cool. That there, porn, yeah. there's, there's very few documentaries about the porn world that were like, it's all awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the thing on Netflix right now. What is it? The uh, the Orgasms the, Inc. No, it was That's uh, I started. no, it's the fucking the 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 bodybuilder chick. Oh, Killer Sally! Oh, yeah, Killer, Killer Sally! Sally. Yeah. yeah, What a fucking crazy I, story! That I still is. got the third episode to go. That's where I'm at. I'm yeah. about to go to the third episode. I just finished the second one. It's basically, but it's, a commercial uh, for what steroids will do if both people in the house are using dude, them. Dude, that that scene where she's like, "Yeah, I took the kids to Tijuana," and you're like, yeah, "Damn, that must have been a party." Steroids. Yeah. yeah but just a but little... what's weird is how they edited it. They're like edit it where he's like a piece of shit for the first episode or two and now and, and then you start it, seeing yeah and then like wait she's a piece of shit and you're like, like yeah, who's the piece of shit, of shit? Like, by the way I like that they don't give her and if you watch the documentary you'll see you watched all of it I saw all of it There's only how one, many episodes three it's only okay, three okay because I got one more tonight They're, hilarious it is so funny though that they uh like when they call her on something like she asks them they show her in the show ask more than once to let's not talk about this yeah and then just leave it in anyway. Yeah. Because she goes, they uh, they kind of ask her, like, you went to Tijuana? Like, you brought your children over the border to go buy steroids in Tijuana? And she was like, yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah, it sucks. Shitty That's parenting. It. I don't yeah. want to talk about that. But they just leave it in the documentary. She goes, cut that. She goes, cut that out. I don't want to talk about that. And they you know don't. what? what's crazy for me is because um, that era, that time... Is, is all 90s. Yeah, 95. So oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. that's my happened. era. You oh, know, like that Venice was my Beach. era. Yeah. Not, so yeah. I'm like going, like, so many people, their lives ended from the 90s. They're all dead. There's not a lot of happy fucking stories. No. And the fact that I'm still alive after all the shit that I've been through. Hell yeah. Did you watch I've Kid seen, 90? Did you watch uh, Soleil Moon Fry's documentary? I did. It was yeah, fantastic, I, did. I thought. I did, yeah. I did see that. It was a love letter, I felt, in many ways, though, to the 90s, even though it's like, it sort of sad in many so ways. It was so special. She had so much so much beautiful footage, and and she, and, and she uh, yeah, I have all that footage. So That's got to be. I got hundreds of hours of shit. I mean, yeah. yeah. You did you buy, were you one of those guys that when a, uh, I had my a handheld yes, camera came everything. out, you were like, let me get one, and I'm going yeah, to... You, so you knew to capture what was going well, on. Well, I right couldn't there. fucking believe what was happening around me. But see, you know what's fun? Is, you know, and as I was someone like, that Jesus watched Christ. you go through it, as someone that like grew up watching you go through yeah. it, it's awesome to know that you felt that way, because it's kind of more rewarding when you were like... Because you were, you were the stoner that everyone was like cheering for. We were like, fucking go, dude. Well, didn't we start this episode, or is it maybe the pre-record we're talking about? There's still people who have, like, celebrities that we've known for a little bit, but, like, there's still a thing, when you see them, like, how did our paths fucking cross? Mm. Yeah, we were talking about that, I, I think, on the... I think it was before the show. I think it was saying, even last night, I said, I met you at Skankfest mm -hmm. officially, and then... Oh, we it was on this yesterday. show, I think. Yeah, earlier. I think it might have been earlier in this show, as we're <laughs> potheads we are. Um, we were seeing the show. I was like, I go, there was someone with Paulie sitting in the room and hearing you like giggle into the microphone mm -hmm. when we made you laugh. And I was like, there's still a moment. You're like, when yeah. I knew about who you were, mm. I was in a position in life where you were just like, why would we ever cross mm. paths and be having a conversation? So it's, it's cool moments. Dude, like my that. Those are cool moments I like, uh, I try to take for granted. Mm -hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's awesome you recorded all of it. 
It's, it's awesome that you just have it all Big. on. Uh, I, I actually have a porno with me and Savannah. It's oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's great. But the good part about our porno is it's not like the Tommy Lee and Pamela porno, which is just them on a boat. That's it's self-satisfying just, exactly. anyway. Exactly. This is like we play characters. Oh, like shit. I play I play a plumber, okay. and she pays like a horny housewife. Okay. It's fucking awesome. She that is so awesome, hot. though. That... She was so fucking hot. You My know favorite crazy time was Savannah. She was so fucking but hot. But you doing that, you have a porno with Savannah. But it's like played... you also being like, I wrote a song with Axel in 91, <laughs> and we just have a little demo that no one's really heard. Yeah, um, but I did this. Uh, I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? Sorry. I was just saying about Savannah. It's my two of the time were Savannah, an odd one. Raquel Darian. A lot of people don't remember Raquel I remember Darian. Fuck, dude. You know why? She and, was on Fuego. Bro. And I'll tell you what. Bring up Raquel Darian. Do you know what? But damn, before we even brings fuck. her up, why do you think I liked her? It's one of the things she that still stands hot. by me. One, she's just gorgeous. Oh. Yeah. But Bush. A lot of bush. Bush. I know what I'm you're saying. I'm a bush saying. guy. Was, she a, vivid, was she a vivid girl? Yeah. Maybe. The problem was she had a boyfriend most of her porn career mm. and only fucked him, mm. and he looked like a dildo. Wow. <laughs> like it was, but she only... Hey, remember that porn the, star Gage? That porn star Gage, same thing. She only fucked you know, the boyfriend. Now that COVID is over, or there's, you know, obviously no <laughs> one's except for in this room, and I'm um, <laughs> just kidding. No, now that it's... Oh, my God. This chick was... So, oh, my God. I think I hooked up with this chick. I believe it. I think I did. You and David Faustino, more than likely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This chick was so hot. <laughs> But that the, beaver made me so happy. But, but the, you only uh, fucked that guy. Derek but, Lane. I remember his name because I hated it like it was a boyfriend of my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the CS, what's it called? The porno AVN? AVN. Yeah. It's yeah. this year again in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. We should set up this show there. Oh, buddy, that I would, would do be the sick, AVNs dude. In a hard, I mean, Jay, Jay's built to do the AVNs. But why nope. don't we set it up? Why don't we no, set not, it up? No, not host it, but have the radio show. Oh, no, the radio be, show down I'd love there. to do the radio show. I've talked to that David Tell. That would be Tell. fucking hilarious. I've talked to David Tell about hosting it before. I was like, I'd like to throw my hat in the ring for that. He was like, you won't like it. And I was like, no, nah, dude, it's the AVN Awards. I love porn and everything. He goes, you're not going to like those because your instincts as a comic is going to be to go out there and ball bust the whole situation. He goes, and they take it crazy seriously yeah. like they take it so it's like you can't go out there and make fun of the bit he goes so if you're gonna go out there and make some joke about like all the sad dads that are at home right now with the you know whatever they're gonna be like don't bring up our dads <laughs> like he's that. like they, they'll immediately just shut down on you know but like, I, oh, I you think gotta you really guys, pay homage but i think you guys i think i get what the tell said but don't go host it no I'm interviewing saying, wise bring though, your yeah. bring your your show here down there Agreed. Or, and then sit inside the convention. Uh, and then And then interview, interview with the you girls. Walk by. It's fucking oh. hilarious. You're like a roller. You, you guys got like a, you, perfect. You know that like music. You know no, well, I don't know the current. The current I'm it's bad true. on. It's but true. I am... Remember, me and Dan over quarantine actually got to interview via Zoom. We had uh, Ginger Lynn and, uh, and Christy, Canyon. Christy Canyon on oh, together. Wow. And we lost audio for a while. And Ginger Lynn just kept like... Lifting her dress up and showing her pussy, and it was she wild. Was, she was with Charlie for a while. Oh yeah, dude, she that was, was in her time. Uh, she was humongous in porn. That uh, huge. Christy Canyon too. Like, now, uh, when you would like yeah. in the nineties, right? different time of porn. We're talking different you, time. You're running around, like why was porn's... it so much better back then? I don't know. Probably because like it was... these chicks were like real. Like now, it's just anyone is. Well, that's the problem. Is that the. the the now it's like the floodgates have opened. It's like right. you said before about like the everyone watched MTV. Now, or even like they say the the ratings of any kind of show, like you no. know the Tonight Show used to get 
70 million people watching it now if you get like 9 million people watching it you're doing you're nailing it so um i think at the time uh there was only x amount of people making porn so it was like these like things started those girls became stars because there was 20 girls in Mm. porn and then i fell for it because the 90s also brought on my boy i've never met him but ed powers in the dirty debutante series yeah and that ushered in the thing of like Brand new girls will come do this for four hundred bucks wow. and be on a compilation what video. What about this, Randy West this, newcomers? I mean, up he was he up was a, comers. He was, was a branch off of that. It was a classic. He was he used to fuck girls on Dirty Debutantes with it, and then he started his own new girls. That's how he got Jenna Jameson. Yeah, <laughs> who's that? What's Randy that? West. Randy, Randy West. West. Nothing. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Scream. He's great. <laughs> oh, he is dumb furry gray chest. Oh. Howard Stern used to have that guy on Nick Manning all the time that says the words dropping loads when he comes. Yeah. He goes, yeah, dropping loads. <laughs> I mean, it Take is it out of it. But the girls watch- back then were like, it was, it was, they, they came out of the 70s where it was just becoming like legal and then, the, and then in the 90s, they were just fucking, st- Jenna Jameson yeah. was, breached porn and was a mainstream star and then, and then your producer's name what's his what's this gentleman's name what's your name black, black Lou. Lou. okay so i could say he's black is that okay yeah okay. it's in okay. the name well yeah that's good because <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna say it listen <laughs> so what what i was saying because when i was growing up you know the the black guy would just kind of come in at the end of the porno sure you know like well, behind the green door him. What? Nobody could follow him. Hey, he's closing That's out. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And then it would be like white dudes, and then then Big Lou is his name? Black, Black Lou. Black Lou would come in with this, you know, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, have you seen this website, black.com? I mean, seen it. Jay, Jay uh, does art coordination for them. <laughs> I think I have a, I think Maitland Ward came in and gave me a lifetime membership to it or something. Jay knows I mean, their is entire this insane? product. Oh. I mean, ask Black Lou. Black Lou, have you seen this website? Oh. Uh, yes, I frequent it nightly. You sound like a white guy. Anyways, we should get a real black guy in here. Yeah, motherfucker. No, but you see it, right? Oh, absolutely. So what's up with that? There's like four or five black dudes just tearing up a white girl? Well, what they're making up for. I'll tell you what they're making up for, genuinely, because this uh, was a thing. Back in the day, the problem was girls at a time, if you did, if you did interracial porn, it like like property, it lowered your value. So they would, the, the highest paid girls were girls that did girl girl they said for a while and then the big move was like the money up was to go to do guy girl but if they were doing interracial it would be like let now it's i believe what makes sense to me is the most popular porn is there like a porn porn. real estate agent where she's like it went down there's been some black action i invest in the fantasy of pornography in the fact that like i like to watch interracial porn because i'm like i'll never see a woman's pussy split open that wide in life for real. Yeah. Oh, you take a scientific so approach. Yes. Thank you, Dad. It, it is science. But does it make you feel like less kind of adequate in seeing that fucking huge black cock and these white girls? It's an unachievable goal. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Why is he laughing? But I mean, am I right? Get on the mic, dude. It's like Why? being jealous of DJ like- Lou. Uh, got- DJ like- Lou, what do you think? Yeah, Black Lou is looking at DJ Lou. Yeah, I, like, I agree. Like, it makes me it feel more adi- uh, inadequate. <laughs> yeah, like there's no way- Right? Do you steer yeah. clear of black dicks in porn? I told you my uh, my girlfriend when I first met you guys had only dated all black guys oh, before me. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! Yeah. I yeah. saw this one. And you porn- could tell because your wiener was in there, like a like the dinger on a dinner bell. <laughs> 
he put a he put a two by four on his back so he doesn't fall in. I saw I saw this one porno with this black guy having sex with this white girl. I couldn't believe it. His dick was so big it went through her body and her his helmet came through her mouth. <laughs> it was good. It was like a, a swallowing a sword. I uh... all right. Let's switch subjects. Well, they used to have Please. that. Was also the funny when they had the two black guys at that website where they wore fake black dicks that were like three feet long those were such hilarious like prosthetics complete prosthetics just flat out fake just to scare people and on they the also what they did was i guess it within the contraption of it was like a tube pumped in so when they you don't remember these when they would come it would be like it was just like shooting milk out of a fucking cannon you don't I remember mean, this it's I a bet, there. I they, bet they, special effects guys like in porn probably in the 90s when special effects started getting decent they were like Oh, if you hire one special effects guy, if a guy can't get a hard dick... I'll tell you a pornographic heartbreaker. Heartbreaker for me. I got the first DVD that was Jenna Jameson, but it was like on your DVD remote control, you could change like angle you could choose it was like a choose your own adventure of porn yeah. but it was it was all point of view which i think sucks anyway i had to wait till playstation 2 came out to watch those but because it was point of view one of the points of view you can just be like focusing on like the dick getting ready to come and you could tell like they didn't like, wait for it to look the line up well so whatever they're shooting that big fake load out of oh, it would like, come out of like the side of the so dick it, looked or like an, it just was wrong and you're like oh that's like not an, real cum and SNL, I don't know why that bothered me in SNL where they fake throw up <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah where they hold oh, yeah, their they, hands and they they're like ah. let's switch subjects okay. now no I, more cum no no more black penises and white girls which is it getting see. hot in here yeah. Yeah, it's getting too <laughs> sultry dude it's too sultry it's getting too for a few more minutes but I mean we're good like Growing up around the comedy store, mid nineties, would you would you, would that be like your safe haven? Would you go back there and just hang out? Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been there since I've been four. Yeah, so I've been there my whole life. But yeah. in the height of the MTV stuff, were you there still regularly? Yeah, really. Oh, my brother's great. got footage of me, Sam Kennison, and Andrew Dice Clay, and my mom hanging out the front bar. That's awesome. Like that's it was fucking, just fucking chilling. Yeah. What a gig. Before those those two were no, arguing. When no, like around. Yeah, it was probably right before that time. Yeah, yeah. Then they had like a very public. Yeah. Weird thing. It was just the two rock stars of comedy. I said I would have been. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was all like kayfabe, like organized, like that feud. That was so well, big. Sam fought with everyone. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Sam would just. I mean, he started shitting on me. Really? Big time. Yeah. Really? He, yeah. He called me the Gilga, Gilligan of the nineties. Oh, on, on Arsenio, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, because I'm on there again. I'm the peace guy. Hey, oh, bro, come on, peace. And I used to do Arsenio a lot. I was always doing Arsenio, and I was on there. And this is right in the middle of the dice feud. Yeah. With with Sam. And um, and I'm like, I just want to say something. You know, like last night, I was like all nice to you guys, and you were like, get out of here, homo, whatever. No, Lewis started chanting gay. <laughs> he said the well, sweet no. thing. He goes, I'm really proud of what Skankfest was and what you guys did is really amazing, and Lewis just started a gay chant in the room. <laughs> you know, I was. I was, you know, yeah. how hard is these guys work? It's, it's crazy. like fucking insane. Lewis, There's uh, thousands of fucking crazy people at his throne. I'm Lewis like, is an orphan sure. and doesn't know how to accept goodness in his life. There's no love. Yeah, it's yeah. hard yeah. to accept love. It's not, I'm not kidding about that. It yeah. is, he's had a hard time letting people in. So, whenever that emotion you felt, when he said, when Pauly Shore said, I was, I'm proud of what you guys did that night, he felt an emotion and then just started yelling the word gay. That's how he works. Right. That's the, uh, it's kind of like him throwing the newspapers at the fucking <laughs> yeah. thing, right? Yeah. That is the enigma that is Luis yeah. J. Gomez. He's hilarious. 
So, yes. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I basically said, I said, um, you know, I wish Sam Kennison and Dice made up. You know, they're my brothers, da, 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 da. And then fucking uh, Sam, or excuse me, Arsenio said that too to Sam and Sam's like, oh, you know, on the show yeah. and says, Polly Shore was here, you know, a couple weeks ago and he said, you guys should make up. And Sam's like, oh, Polly Shore, the Gilligan of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> really funny, dude. You're trying so to make things He was shitting on me. Yeah. So my point was, he died right when I became super famous. Right when you yes, became famous, really? When I became, yeah, he died in like 92. And that's when, like, Encino Man and all my, I had my run of films. And he died, so he never got to see my movies. Uh, he saw, he saw, I mean, he saw my MTV show, and he was on my MTV show a lot. I got a lot of footage with me and him fucking around. I have also me and Richard Pryor that's on my be, MTV show. I know your that's mom meant the world to dice, like, also, yeah. so that would be a real thing. And you probably, yeah. when you were young, got to see, like, Prime Pryor. That, that's another thing with me. People, I hate when people ask me who my favorite comedian is. You can't do that. Because it's just, to me right now, yeah. it's just Chappelle and everyone else. Yeah. Okay? And I, and I mean everyone else. Yeah. I mean, everyone else is really good, mm -hmm. but there's Chappelle, yeah. and I think everyone else. That's the first thing. The second thing is you can't ask me who my favorite comedian is because I sit in the back of the comedy store, and I am and I was just there, what, two weeks ago, just sitting there watching comedy, and I'm just staring, and they're killing because I my vision of that room is Richard Pryor. Yeah, yeah My yeah. vision of that room is Robin. That's insane. Fucking Roseanne. Late night Kinnison. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember it being. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's completely crazy. different. Yeah. yeah. And it's completely different. And you know, saturation. I would watch like D'Elia in the main room just kill. You know, kill. A couple of years ago, I used to watch him just kill. And I was like, yeah, he's funny. But I used to watch fucking Eddie Murphy on that stage. I mean, yeah. who and was, it was who's... fucking insane, dude. And you what got is... that, at a young age, you got yeah, all that. Yeah, it what, was like, you know. What's one of the most memorable sets that you remember from back in the day? <laughs> like a set, like a like a prior on a Tuesday or some shit. Well, I think, yeah, like you just said, prior on a fucking Tuesday. You just, he, see, you just like watch he, him yeah, go up? And yeah, do... he would come up and he would just bomb for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? He would just kind of like really bomb. Like, you know just what I mean? Like. It. Yeah, he would bomb for a while because he would develop his act, and then and then about three months later, he had forty five minutes of the fucking best shit ever. So, but so, he literally like would craft. He he knew how to craft like you and I, or at least me. I can't fucking come up with forty five minutes like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, and just do five minutes, ten minutes. Is a, you know what I mean? Unless, I, I guess, I guess you could try. I mean, but, we could all attempt to do it, but it's not the way I work for sure. And it's impressive when they do, when someone goes and really like grind. Louis C.K. does it. You know, he just like puts in the work, like works the bits out. They don't do well for a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I should have go up there right away and be like, I want it to be good before I say so, it. Yeah, it's so the yeah, self pleasing uh, nature of a, you, like you just want to please as but, a comic. Yeah, but like, also Eddie Murphy was pretty fucking remarkable. Yeah, pretty remarkable. Yeah, yeah he showed he, up from well, New he, York. I mean, yeah, did well, he, he just show up at the store like yeah, he was guy from New York? No, he was famous. He was already famous yeah, when he, he was, came to yeah, the store. Yeah, he was famous off of his his movies. Yeah, so he'd roll in. He always he was, to, to me he f felt like the Shah of Shah of Iran. Okay, but I'm not kidding. Yeah, like they roll out the carpet no no it was like all these rolls royces really yeah he about six so he would so him and his boys would go to like a club 
you know, like a club and Prince would be there and all that shit. Oh, and then he'd be yeah. like, yo, I'm going to come to the comedy store. And the comedy store would get a call like Eddie Murphy's coming. So then they'd roll in like six Rolls Royces. And then he'd get out and he'd look like the guy from fucking Delirious. Yeah. You know, he had the fucking thing on and he would just walk on the stage and it was like, it was fucking just like and now, Jesus Christ. And now with just the times changing, like that situation happens and it's like a YouTuber pulling up. <laughs> or like a TikTok star. No, no one, no one's real. Yeah, they, they, not yeah, the same, but I, you know what I'm saying though, the same kind of like, uh, they're going to come over and do, and people are like, oh shit, it's that person with two million hits on their yeah. TikTok thing. But Pretty yeah, wild. so that's kind of how, that's kind of how it was. And he was just, you know, and then I would say George Carlin. Yeah. As another guy would just fucking see go in there and just working like out, working it. I mean, that's and the... he would just. Wes Craven was my neighbor, and he <laughs> nice. fucking hated me. I have to say that he didn't like me too. I mean, he liked me, but he didn't like me. But he, but every time George Carlin would play, he would always say, "Hey, can you get me into fucking?" And yeah. I'd always hook him up with tickets. That's fucking great, Wes Craven. Yeah, dude. we had a lawsuit and shit. Really? Yeah, because my fucking. My uh, sprinkler system broke and it went on his property. If you Google <laughs> Wes Craven lawsuit, Polly Shore, it's probably on there. And that sounds like the most Los so Angeles. Stupid. That's like the most Hollywood lawsuit of all time. It was yeah. so dumb. Uh, your dog keeps shitting on my lawn because it is real Who's neighbor. That? It is That's real Wes neighbor Craven. shit, but it's the guy that directed the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Oh, it's the master of your nightmares, Wes Craven. <laughs> but, He's mad about my sprinklers. Oh, hey, what's up, dude? Who's that? TJ. T.J. Oh. Miller? Yeah. yeah. Tell him just, what's up. Should, should we just what's rock up? this out? Should we just all hang? Yeah. Yo, what's, what's up, T.J.? Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro... By T-Mobile, there's nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. TJ Miller is coming to hang out. He's promoting his new special, Dear Jonah, on YouTube and the Best Medicine Tour, Doing It Right, November 10th through 12th at Jacksonville at the Comedy Zone and November 13th in Mobile at the Alabama Music Box. TJ Miller does not have a website.com. What's up, TJ? That's Don't really forget, good. It's free tonight to go see Pauly Shore. Go see Pauly Shore. You, say, at, you came from the bonfire. At the Asylum NYC, 307 West 26th Street. Uh, doors are at 9. Show is at 9.30. It's one man show. Stick yeah, with the dancing. Yeah, Stories yeah, from my childhood, which has to be. It's pretty fucking wild. Do you have any, yeah, do, you get, do you get like a, it's a comedy show, no, obviously. No, it's, it's, it's serious and it's heavy. I was going to say, yeah. do you get like emotional telling yeah. it still? I get exhausted after. I'm like exhausted because I did it last night. So, 
Um, it's hard for me to go to sleep. I have to take like a fucking Ambien or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it's basically, you're basically opening up a Band-Aid. Right. You're opening up a Band-Aid to like talk about your childhood. Yeah, old and shit. Then, and it's fucking, you know, and then I talk about my parents dying and all that shit. So it's pretty tiring. I saw somebody, or talked to somebody, what's that man, that had seen, I think you were warming it up, probably the comedy store. Mm. And they said, yeah, it was pretty heavy. It was funny. Yeah. But that, you know, you had moments where you're sort of well, practically Well, I'm very saddened down. by my parents being gone. It's very yeah. hard for me. It's even though they died at an, they were older, but I was my parents. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, someone else's parents dying where like, oh, fuck, my parents died. Like, I was my mom and my dad. Sure. And I'm still fucking hurting from it. And my sister died. You yeah. know what I mean? All these people died. My best friend. All this shit happened in a year. Fuck. So it, it was just, yeah, you know, you know, not to play a victim or anything, but I was really close with my parents. You know, my mom and my dad. Yeah. So. I mean, I can't wait for mine to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got one left. Get rid of them. Are you? Are you close? I need that sweet, sweet cash, baby. Are you close with them? Not anymore. I'm trying to keep putting arsenic and old lace. <laughs> okay, well, I like to do it old timey. Then you'll be, then you'll be celebrating that old lace. That's part of what I. I like you'll that. be celebrating. No, no, I am. I'm close to my parents. Although I did do a, a are they still together? film. Yeah, they are called. Uh, I'm having a difficult time killing my parents. Okay. It's a short <laughs> film. I haven't Went seen you since uh, your your Christmas movie or something. Yeah, Office Christmas Party. I'm writing another Christmas movie coming up. Nice you know to what? See I wanted you. to say well, I'm nice, so glad. Nice to see you. Nice to nice see you. To see you. Um, I always like this guy. My Paul Shore story is um, that, or one of the many. But so you were the first person that I saw after Donald Trump won. And by that, I mean the first comedian. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really strange because I think all of us were reeling from the how is this going to change stuff or what's going to happen? Who's going to? I remember when he won that night around Silicon Valley and Kumail Nanjiani was just like totally fucking he was just flattened and he yeah. was like everything's different everything's <laughs> different now everything's different what we have to do is different all this stuff everybody had kind of their own like because it was a total paradigm shift sure and I know you were uh, stomping for him from the beginning but uh, oh Dan was boots on the ground I was, I was in Florida on the ground I was in Florida in blue blue areas really pushing I knew those 33 were going to get us over we needed it uh, I knew we were going to make America great again we were it was already great we were going to make it greater uh, and so I saw you I forget where it was but I saw you and I was like so what are you doing because you were on the road and I said what are you doing because I you know I, I was on the road and I said, are you talking about it? What's what's going on? And you had this like really calm approach to it. And it's really helpful because you're like, I just, I make fun of them. I know them. And you kind of said like, I do really well in these red states. <laughs> so these people are kind of supportive of me. So it doesn't really make sense for me to now and tell them what my thoughts on it are. You didn't say you're for or against whatever. That mm -hmm. wasn't part of the conversation. It was just, you helped me understand like, this is not your job to talk about any of this. Mm. And I think you talked about talking about the interactions that you've had with them because you did with you know, Trump? know them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've known Trump for a while. Yeah. And so yeah, that yeah. was just really fascinating. You know who's, yeah. Yeah. It, it was guy's really all calming. About the what I'm saying is very calming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he was, you know, he, he, he'll be back again. Yeah. I guess he's coming back round two. Mm-hmm. Oh, the sequel's coming, dude. They greenlit the sequel. It's fucking. It's yeah. the script. I like this yeah, idea. It's in production, dude. Yeah, it's it's happening. I like when I get it's accusations of that when they go, uh, what's it go? The other guy who worked here at one point was like, You're Trump loving fans? I'm like, 
I don't know what my fans give us. I'll I don't talk what, politics at all. I'll so I'm like, our, I have no yeah. idea. What I'll tell you what our fans like. like: Supernatural and CW. They like the super show. I don't know if they like Donald Trump. Can we talk about TJ just pulling out two phones out of both breast yeah, pockets? Yeah, like John. Was that was like John Wick of telephones. I'm doing well. Yeah, you desperado. Yeah, one's 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 like. Things are going well. What are you, a CEO? You coming in your Canadian movie. tuxedo? Yeah, fucking two phones? Movie. You're dual wielding iPhone 14s? Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, it isn't. Is it a Canadian tuxedo if they don't match colors? I don't you know. You guys really do, though, have a real Denver thing going over hey, there. Dude. Two Denver boys? Yeah, we are both wearing yeah. Normcore gray shirts. <laughs> this was my thing, but you know what? I watched We Soder. can breathe at higher altitudes. I watched your. Yeah, you guys don't understand. Paulie and I are a bit more of a showbiz, you know, eccentric. Yeah. We have a little bit of flash going on. Some pizzazz. Yeah, I think more Polly does. What? what are you talking about? Look at this Dude, he's pizzazz. He's, either, he's you're, pizzazz. Dressed, you're dressed like an angry gas things. station attendant at 3 a.m. But it's more your style. You do have the pizzazz. But in I'll the tell hair. you what. Goes, but that gas needs. station attendant has pizzazz. When you pull away, you go. Yeah, that guy had pizzazz. He should be working at a gas station. And, and can get you math after three questions. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're the guy where I'm like, do you know where I can get some math? You're like, I have three questions. And for he knows you. where applesauce wrestling is. Yeah, he There's does there's an employee now. It's in his backyard at 11. There's an employee, somebody yeah. who works at the Miami Improv. Yeah. Who now for the, I've only been there twice, and now for the second time has dropped in the conversation casually that he does meth, almost thinking like, <laughs> I look like I either would do it with him or I have it also. Yeah. But it's the yeah. second time I've been there, and when he said it this time was what reminded me, I go, this guy brought up meth I think last time too. It's weird, right? Because it's kind of like there are casual meth users, but I don't really know any. And they have to, you know, it's a pretty. It's heavy like there thing. are yeah. there are casual you... heroin users. That is uh, real. I think for a time, no way. for a little, no, some people smoke heroin and don't. You know, it's mostly people who can't afford to get more heroin right away. <laughs> yeah. That's how you become a casual drug yeah. user at that level. <laughs> Where are you living now? In uh, New York City. Oh wow! Yeah. Amazing. And how's your, um, you're not in L.A. anymore, or you were never in L.A.? No, I was in L.A. We didn't run into each other in Los Angeles. No, but, we, yeah. Yeah, but I, no, I live uh, downtown. Downtown here. yeah. Oh, amazing. That's the best. That's cool. Do you have kids? kids? What's that? You have kids? Four. Frozen. <laughs> no, do you have kids? Yeah, four. They're all frozen. Live in Beverly Hills in a fucking okay. tank. <laughs> waiting. <laughs> Just waiting. Just waiting. For someone to pop them into. <laughs> Damn, do you know, you know you're going yeah, to demolition man your kids? I don't give a shit, man. <laughs> I'll make them whatever I three, fuck I want them to three, be. Three daughters and one son. We did three cycles because both of us were like, we got to get that sweet, sweet son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One. If we just had daughters, we'd get rid of them. Yeah, like China. Yeah right, dude. I love. Yeah, I love China. No, we always keep fine so, China. We so never throw is, away those dishes. So this is this is going live, correct? Yes. So he's got a badge that says I voted. Mm -hmm. So this is a big day. Yeah. So yeah. We're, there's some shit. I mean, I mean, if we go home tonight, we watch CNN, we watch Fox. It's gonna be fifty fifty, and then everyone's gonna fight that no one won, and what's gonna happen? We don't. Uh, we don't really know. I don't know that it's gonna be fifty fifty on the midterm. You know what I mean? Yeah, this one. It one's... seems at least when every time you watch 
the news, they always say 49%, 50 Like, everyone is, it yeah. seems like it's close on everything. Cause they're I didn't mean to bring they're... politics into this. No, room. you no, were not bad. Yeah, you know, I just thought it was really cool. You also texted me, you. you said, I've got talking points. Yeah. <laughs> and I and said, I, I don't I even know what that means. I just put politics, politics, I cut and paste it. Politics, <laughs> politics, politics, <laughs> politics. Yeah. You let, it, you let it be known you were coming in firing. Yeah, and then I was sad because you had an, you have an Android. Yeah, I don't have an answer. It's all dude. green bubbles. Fuck what you, that's I, hilarious. What Fuck Damn, you, dude. dude. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. You know I have an iPhone 13. <laughs> no, I know, but it's like hand me down. You guys are bullying yeah. me again. It's your girlfriend's <laughs> old phone. It yeah, is. Were you texting really from your burner? From your Android <laughs> burner? No. I, it's Sorry, like a, your fiance's old phone. My fiance's old Dance, phone. Is that happening now? now? Yeah. Congratulations. You from, where's you from? Uh, Boston. She's from she, Framingham. Does she understand your Colorado? It's She's been to Colorado. She's It's sports broadcaster Katie Nolan, dude. Yeah. From ESPN, formerly hey, ESPN. Do, we don't call them broads anymore, Che. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Misogynist. Sorry, chickcaster. Yeah, <laughs> they're called. Chick-caster. Oh, she's a sports dingbat. <laughs> yeah, they're called lady she's, talkers. She's, yeah, she's a vaginal talker, vaginal <laughs> sports talker. Yeah, dude. Um, she's a sports trollop. That's exciting. But she's I been. To, she's been to Colorado. She's she's. She uh, digs it. Yeah, she loves it. She, it was so funny. I because I I'm from Denver. You're from right outside. Well, Denver, you went to Colorado. high school with my cousins. That's right. You, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, he went East. to high school with my cousin at East High School. Isn't that weird? Don and Cheadle I, went there as well. I, that's right. And Mary Pickford, the silent film star who helped uh, United Artists with Charlie Chaplin. You know who we got in Aurora, Peter though? Griffith. You know who you we got in that. Aurora? Yeah, we got Mr. Shit. Tim Allen. We got Roseanne Barr. Oh, that's true, actually. So, and Roseanne claims Roseanne, Denver, kind she, of. Yeah, but I, I think she was Aurora. I went, I went to school. She started in Comedy I, Works. I went to school with Richard Dreyfuss, Nicolas Cage, Angelina Jolie, Lenny Kravitz, and uh, a couple others. Sorry, was it? You guys go on. No, well, dude, no. yeah, but you're What's not. LA? You're not. You're nine hundred two one zero for real. Yeah. You have to understand, Colorado. We get some. No, Pickens. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You guys had some good celebrities too. Well, some, well, this this I have a weird one. My school, Seth. Oh. Seth Green. Really? Oh, wow. That's yeah, a good my one. High school in Philly. Growing That's up, That's fun. Philly robot kid. chicken. You like robot chicken? I love well, it. Yeah. So fun, man. What a great thing to for him to like slide in like it's he, like the we, perfect. I got to do an episode and it was one of those emails Did where you? I opened where I was like I've been, I've, I'm in love with this show. Yeah, totally. And they were like, come in. How, and then it, you know I thought I was just they got they let me do two sketches on it. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. I see. I would love to do that. I got to do an episode of Family Guy. That see that? And I, I thought mean, it was going to be so amazing. For whatever <laughs> reason, it was kind of it was sort of a letdown. Like my part was funny, but they were sort of clear. Like you're going to do this, and then you'll never be on the show again. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of a bummer. I yeah. love all those, like American Dad. Love to do a voice yeah. on some of those. Yeah, players. I did. That guy just American Dad's crazy. I did something on American Dad, but the the really the one that kind of got me excited was uh, F is for Family. Mm. Oh, Bill Burr. That yeah. was really cool because yeah. I think he's just so awesome. Yeah, Paul, you so have to have been your... animated in something before. They made an animated version of you in something. Yeah. What was no, it? No, I've done a lot. I mean, I don't know. I just no, well, no. But family, family. Was it Family Guy? Yeah. They just did something on me. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they made, yeah. They did. I'm the voice of Pinocchio. Okay. That just came out. Hell yeah. For Lionsgate. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was cool. And then um, I have a new animated uh, movie coming out called. This is funny. The Big Trip Two because The Big Trip One did so well, <laughs> so they it did the sequel. Back. Yeah, they did the sequel. So that comes out in December. Hell so yeah. I play a bear. So I work. I do a lot of voiceovers. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. More, and you're saying when Family Guy did that, like someone they actually animating about, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, they kind of spoke. They, I don't know. They talked about me. So, um, but then there was the Goofy movie, Leaning Tower of Cheat. 
Dude, Goofy so, movie fucking rules. <laughs> Lady Tower of Cheat. It's one of the greatest songs so, from a movie ever. Yeah, you've done a bunch of like avoid. Like, I mean, yeah. from Sex, Yogi great, Bear. Do you guys think that we're here right now because we have the voices we have? Do you ever think about that? No, if I talk mm. different, if I was like, if all of us had different voices. Yeah, if you started to talk like hey, this, hey, like what's up? people listen hey, to Dan Soder. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Dan Soder. Right outside of Denver, oh, and I grew up in Aurora. Yeah. Yeah, but I was talking about that that I've done a lot of voiceover. I think it, you know it's my voice. I feel so does Paulie. So does Dan. I'm starting to feel now. I feel intimidated in the no, room. No, no, but you're great on the air. Like I think that's a big part of why Legion of Skanks and when we did SCR together. Like I think your voice is it's very almost, specific. I, I will say this: when I listen back to this show, I hate my voice. I'm very comforted by your voice. Oh, yeah, you got a voice people can fall asleep to. Yes, oh, do what damn. you want with that. Comes <laughs> and zing. Um, no, but it's uh, yeah. I, I was watching. I was doing. Um, whatever club I was at last, and I was with my buddy, and we were watching this ad that kept playing it on the during the football game um, over and over. Actually, it was during the World Series, and it was Carfax, Carfox.com. Yeah. And I kept saying, like, this guy's voice is awful. Like, he'll mm. only be able... Because it's really high, and it sort of was really upbeat. Yeah. Because he had to do that because he's lying to people and telling them they can finance <laughs> a car that they can't afford. Tell people... So he had, sort of has to go, hey, look, this is great. Well, Carfax.com is one of the best... And I'm like, I'm he taking only, your money. He can only do that voiceover. He can only do those types of voices <laughs> where if you have, like, a gravelly voice that kind of is lower and up and down... It's like the Marlboro Man. I think Americans like that because it's sort of maverick, kind of anti-establishment. And I think you guys, both of you, have that voice. And I think you have a very versatile voice. I could see why you would do a lot of voiceover. A, a, a lot of people don't know how easy voiceovers are to do. Yeah. Oh, that's so, a nice way of kind of putting us all down. It's so fucking easy. For me, it is. Yeah. They give you so many chances. That's what I like about but it. You can it do 100 beep, takes. Beep, beep, Boom. Yeah. You say the line. Yeah, yeah ADR it's like, stuff. It's just easy. It is fun. It is pretty easy, though, isn't it? It's no. I think it's very. Do you have a, no? But for real, do this you have a hard funny. time? Do you, do you have a hard time doing voiceover? I'm TJ's talking negotiating a voiceover deal. I'm talking about the technical part of it. Yeah, yeah I mean, as far as that goes. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The then I, then I have that voiceover. There's, 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 there's a lot of people that, play the clip back. Stop being able. We're gonna get TJ at a basement value. No, I think the biggest thing is is that you can take so many tries that I thought that was interesting and you do a film and it's voiceover you can really sit there and I could do a hundred so what I would do is I would do like 10 20 takes of the line and then I could just improvise line after line for as long as I wanted to you can't do that when you're on camera you get really correct Spielberg you just get three chances but most places especially in television they give you five chances maybe I've never never, I feel like one of my gifts with watching a movie or something is Spotting ADR, right? Like in a thing, I oh, feel absolutely. like I hear it so much. I feel like it's almost like someone hits a tape recorder mm. when I hear it. I, it's, it's never done great, yeah. and especially the joke. Like a lot of times, if it's an off-camera joke with Kate and me, I'll always be like, "That was ADR." She oh, yeah. started doing it too. She's like, "Well, yep. ADR joke." I they need another fucking joke in there. Those pieces of shit. I know. You <laughs> and then she'll storm out and start kicking stuff. Well, set when something I, on fire. When oh, I fuck reference. when I <laughs> Colorado. <laughs> When I did uh, <laughs> Rocky Mountain High. When I did uh, Hustlers, yeah, and I did, I was the strip club DJ. I had to, at the end of the movie, they said to me, they go, come in, do your ADR lines. But then we also want, because I'm the first voice in the movie, like yeah. in- introducing the girls. At the end, they were like, oh, do some like just you know, you're a comedian, which is always the pressure with that too. And they, they was just doing ADR. They go, just run some like 
just wild lines and we're yeah. gonna put it all in at the end of the movie and it's just me saying things in a booth like this and then when it plays at the end I just something about the I hate the false of it I'm like mm. they should have me do this like on set like yeah but they you it's know, weird they, just hearing my voice just like saying about, it's like funny stuff but, but they're different yeah I just they, know need, they, they need that and then the audience doesn't know yeah. they need I know. But they're for, not in show business but the difference between ADR and, vo- and voiceovers for, for, cart- for animation is completely different yeah yeah so totally. the ADR is uh, for, people listening just because they might want to get into it sure is basically sometimes you do a movie or a tv show and the audio's fucked up and you have to go in there and kind of reenact it but if you're playing a cartoon you got to kind of create your 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 um, cadence and your character based off of the way you feel that that character is in the By cartoon looking at it, yeah and then it just but it, it technically it goes it goes three beeps so it goes boop Boop, boop, and you got to come in right there. It's almost like bungee jumping. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. You kind of, you know what I mean. You it's have a rhythm. To go. And you got, yeah, you, you got. You're kind of catching a wave. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because if it's already animated, then you got to like fit. You into fit into that it. Voice. And <laughs> to me, that's so much fun. It's just, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's just fun. It's just. Well, like you, you did jump. say it was easy. Well, earlier. Car, yeah, I'm saying it's easy. It's pretty. Easy. Car, what's it funny is, is easy. Uh, well, it's easy for you. Yeah, yeah, I have a, I have a good time. You're a doing giant. It. When you do those, those three sure. beeps thing for the ADR, when you're doing that over, it is funny when you just have like a part of a sentence. Yeah. So you hear yourself go. Uh, so you're already in like the movie yeah. or something going like yeah. he goes. Well, that's not what I wanted to say, and you gotta go fuck nut. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta come in at that's the not end. what I wanted to say. Fuck nut. Yeah. Yeah, it's too early. Too Jay, fast. Can we do yeah. it one more time? <laughs> yeah. so it's, that's not what I wanted to say. Fuck nut. Nah, it's too long. Yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> we gotta go back. Yeah, it, was, it also has to be like under two seconds, but more than one point three seconds. Yeah, it's gotta be right there. I've been trying that's, to say this, I gotta, but I know we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. But I saw your special, and I remember as I was watching it, I really was like, wow. It was just very strange. Uh, you, you did. You felt like someone I grew up with because. Well, I had I the just... joke in the special about my friends have a Colorado accent. Yeah, is but it, but, is the but, next game but it was your um, just your style, and I thought it's so interesting. I was like, this is so weird because I've never seen like a great comedian from Colorado. There just aren't a ton of us that are at a level where they're doing specials. Yeah, and so it's just I just want to mention that. I thought it was so Suck interesting. On that, Josh Blue and the way. Oh no, oh, yes, <laughs> Josh yeah, Blue. Yeah, of course, Josh Blue. Not many of us. You've had it too good for too long, Josh Blue. All the Grolics guys, I love you guys so much. No, it's you start you fucking lighting some fires for me back in college. Josh Blue, the free ride's over. Apologies, Adam Kane Holland. But I thought, and here's what I'll say. First of all, Josh Blue just sounds like Josh Blue. But I think I I really felt you had a Colorado style, and that was really interesting. And I told Kate that, and she was like, I can see it. But it's interesting. It is this kind of this like-minded thing that I don't know how to talk about with someone like Big Big, J. I want Josh Blue to get that thing when he goes, uh, goes, I'm from Denver. And you go, doesn't sound like you're from Denver. (laughs) You know what? I'm kind of more Denver style. He goes, is that the accent? Which, I don't think it is. Which, uh, but I, I. In but would the, you say Ben Roy has like a Colorado? Well, he's style? from Maine. He's from Maine. See, so there you go. And then he, Adam and Adam Caton Holland to me has more of a you guys Denver. Are from the same, yeah, you guys yeah. Are from the same. And neighborhood. we went to school together. He was right. Yeah, he's in the neighborhood adjacent to mine. So it was more. But you just felt very Colorado, and I love that. So that's how I kind of got out of that, Big J. Well, uh, just for the record, about that? now you it feels Colorado- like I, we landed right where I thought I was going I'll, to. I'll tell <laughs> you how Colorado he is. He how about looks exactly pizzazz. He looks exactly. Exactly like Dylan Klebold, if you really take side by side pictures Dude, of him. My senior high school photo looks like sight by sight, laser sight by yeah. sight. I pictures. mean, yeah, it's haunting. Real Klebold look, this kid. That Denver yeah. look is uh, big, bound to happen. Big white That's guy a from Colorado. Colorado. Look, though, see, yeah, yeah. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. And always remember, you can go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer to hear us on the actual radio as well. <laughs> <laughs>